You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Talk to him. Attorney, high-performance coach, and speaker Cherie Prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick. From starting a business, marketing, strategies, and the ins and outs of their industries. We talk everything from book recommendations, lifestyle hacks, and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business. The Play Big Faster podcast starts now. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined today by author Latrell Morris. Latrell, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Listen, when I contacted you about your book, we were so excited. Please tell me a little bit more about your work as an author and how you got there. Okay, so um, growing up, when I was younger, I was actually a writer. I wrote a lot of romance. A lot of, I wrote a lot of poetry. And I guess um, as I got older, I kind of like fell out of it. But recently, back in um, 2020, I got back into it. And I released my first book. It's called Nova, The Executioner of Justice. I released it back in October of 2021. It is a horror, like a psychological horror. And my latest book, the making of a friend it's actually a social science fiction novel social science fiction which um deals with um social issues but in a scientific way and that book was released back on august 9th okay so you currently have two books in print now yes and my third book um part two of the making of a friend will be released in november now, you're going to have to give us some of the plot. Tell us about the making of a friend. <laughs> so, as I said, it deals with um, a social aspect. Basically, there's um, the main character. Her name is Lena. She is a robotics engineer. And the company she works for is a really big robotics company. They're looking for the next best thing. So, in order for her to go really big, she decided to, she decided that she wanted to come up with something that would help society as a whole. So there's this loneliness epidemic going on and she decided, okay, I want to help people. So she came up with these, this idea of therapy robots or companion bots. And basically they are in the house with you 24 at seven. There are, they're your robots. So you can just interact with them. They'll make you feel It'll make you less lonely or some people, they're just there to make things better. But the thing is, she's not trying to replace therapy. She's not trying to um, replace therapists. She just wants people. She just want people to be happier. And the reason being really is because she herself feels lonely. So that was her real reason for coming up with these robots. Okay, so tell me, how do you come up with these ideas? I have problems drawing a straight line with a ruler. So coming up with something that creative, what is your inspiration? Well, my inspiration, I would say it kind of came from me a little bit. I've dealt with loneliness before and 
um, current statistics show that over 30% of the American population actually deals with loneliness. So I just wanted to do something that had to do with that, um, that plot point. And I kind of expanded it out to where it starts off, starts off like a science fiction and then it kind of falls into a horror. So that's why I'm, I'm, it's currently three parts. Um, part, like I said, part two will be out in November and part three, I'm still working on it, but it'll be out early next year. So tell us, did you just wake up one morning and say, I want to be a writer? Or how did you first know that you really had a talent for writing? I think when I was younger, I just really wanted to go take my imagination somewhere else. So I felt like writing, I was able to create my own characters, create my own world. So that kind of like expanded for me. And I was like, okay, I really enjoy this. This is something different, something different than what I'm used to. And I also loved reading. So for me, you can't be a good author without being a good reader as well. So I read so many books and they are inspirational to me as well. So what does the writing process look like for you? Do you make a lot of drafts? Do you record, then transcribe? What, like, when you start this process, how do you get started? Oh, so for me, I am not a planner. I think the, the general ideas in my head, but when it comes to actually starting to write, it all comes, just flows to me. So I'm not doing a Venn diagram or doing any type of graphics to connect the story. I'm just thinking about it as it comes along. I have a general idea of what I want to happen in the beginning, the middle and end. But everything in between that is just it's just me writing. So um, I start off because I'm kind of old school. I start off writing it on paper. So I have like 50 pens. I prefer um, fountain pens. <laughs> yes, I have 50 pens and like 50 notebooks. So I start off writing on um, pen, with pen and paper. And then I once I start with the second draft, I transfer everything over to my laptop. And once everything's transferred over, I start going through it a third time. Anything I want to change, anything I want to add, that's when I do that. And the fourth time, the fourth draft is usually when I use a text-to-speech um, program so I can hear what it sounds like. And let's kind of break that down because we get so many different authors that stop by and tell us about their books. The text-to-speech tool that you use, do you have any recommendations for authors if they're looking to do what you're doing, um, tools that you can actually recommend to them that have helped you in your journey? Yes, I actually um, use the word text-to-speech. I forgot what exactly what it's called, but it's there in the um, editing part. And then I sometimes use um, Google's text-to-speech. Good deal. Yeah. Look, we always love little nuggets and little hints from, you know, from our guests that are on the show. Mm -hmm. So when you were not writing and not creating blockbuster hits, what are you <laughs> doing just to relax and to become well-rounded? Um, reading is a good one. Um. <laughs> who, okay. Who are, who are some of your favorite authors? <sighs> my One of my favorite authors is Stephen King. He's in a horror genre, so kind of like me. I also recently discovered Bell Hooks. I love her book, All About Love. The funny thing is, growing up, there weren't a lot of Black authors to look up to. When you're in school, they don't really 
teach us things like that. They don't really um they don't really teach us about authors that are black. It's mostly historical classics. So as I got older, I started to discover more black authors and now I'm at the point where I'm just like I'm discovering all these new authors. I want to get all these books. I have so many books right now that I haven't read. So I, I can't really say I have a a lot of favorite authors because I'm still going through as many of the authors as I've been introduced to. So now I know that writing is a passion, but do you think at some point you may kind of expand that a little bit and maybe put some of these on a big screen or a small, other small screen? I would actually love to. I would think my books will be more for the small screen because they're a little bit shorter. And yeah, I would definitely like to do like maybe Netflix or Hulu, something like that. Oh, look, let's do it. When I tell you every time I look up Netflix or Hulu has a deal with someone and they're, you know, taking a book and putting it out, we would love to see you there. So, look, maybe the president of Netflix is is hearing this or Hulu and will chime in. So, definitely. I hope so. <laughs> so, you got book number three that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. Um, and do you kind of pace yourself? Do you say, I want to do a book a year? Or what kind of goals do you have when you're writing? Ooh, I'm going to be honest. I'm all over the place sometimes. I've actually, um, I've been working on two books since 2020 and those I have yet to, I have yet to finish them. They haven't even gotten to the editing stage. So I kind of start books in the middle of works in progress. I already have like the, um, the Nova, the Executioner of Justice, that I started that after I started the book in 2020. So I finished that maybe within three months. This book, um, The Making of a Friend, I finished that within two months and they just came back to back. So I'm kind of, like I said, all over. I can do work on one book one day and then work on another book another day. But right now I'm trying to finish the two books from 2020 before I start something new. So let's kind of break that down um, because you have people that aspire to be authors, but they don't know where to start. Where would you recommend that someone start at? You know, you've never written a book at all. Where was your starting point? And would you recommend that they start where you started or somewhere else, somewhere else based on what you currently know? I would say for me, I had an idea in my head. And I think that, you know, if you have an idea in your head, put it down on paper, no matter if you have everything of what you want to, how you want it to go, just put whatever you have first down on paper and just let it flow. Cause sometimes that's what happens for me. Like I said before, planning doesn't really work for me because I always change it when I've tried to plan. So I just, I have a general idea. I write it on paper and just let it go. Now your books, were they self-published or did you work with a traditional publisher? I self-publish my books. Now, I've heard some great stories and I've heard some horror stories. <laughs> what was your experience with your first book? Oh, um, my first book, well, I didn't realize how much the costs were. Because when you're working with a traditional publisher, they're, you're giving them your manuscript and they're doing everything else for you. However, they kind of own the rights to that book. 
So me doing self-publishing, I have to find my own illustrator. I have to find my own editor. Um, I have to format my own books. I prefer to format my own books. So I have to find everything on my own plus do the marketing. So it is time consuming. And sometimes it's, it's, it be, can be a lot of costs, but um, I wouldn't, I don't regret it because I love having for me personally, I like having the rights to my book because I'm the one that wrote it. I took all this time to do it. So why can't I have a say so in what I do with the book? So what would you say is the thing that you are the most proud of um, from this process and publishing those two books? Publishing the books. <laughs> Actually getting it done. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's been a long road and I think that it was way overdue. And I'm just glad that I was able to accomplish a goal and I'm I'm trying to accomplish more and you know get more books out. My goal for next year is to have at least three. So those two that's in the waiting, that's gonna be part of the three. Well, good deal. Now you and you also mentioned um that the cost was unexpected. Right. So what was one of the costs that like you maybe didn't realize that you were gonna have that was like, wow, okay, I didn't realize I was gonna have to pay for this. Hmm. I guess um more so with the marketing. You know, I can use social media, however, places like maybe Amazon, Barnes and Noble, if you want to do marketing with them, you know, you pay for marketing, but um, marketing is a really big aspect of it. So that, I think that was like the, the biggest cost for me. Awesome. Well, tell us this, what is something, a piece of advice that you would share with someone um, if they are looking to become an author and work in your genre? I would say stay true to yourself and stay true to what you want to you want to write, because I know there are so many people that, you know, they're trying to be the next big, me sorry, next big thing. So they decide to write in a genre that's like the next big thing. But for me, I have to be true to myself. My genres are horror, science fiction and thrillers, and I, I love them. Awesome. Well, Latrell, look, thank you so much for sharing this information about your book and your journey as well. We wish you so much luck, and we're going to be looking out on the big screen. I know you said small screen, <laughs> but I see that potential there. So we're going to be looking out at all screens, looking for some of your work in the future, okay? Okay. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And that has been another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Till next time. Do you want to start your own business? Confused about where to begin? Not sure if you can do this? I'm glad you made your way here. Cut through the confusion. I invite you to join in on the five-day Play Big Faster Challenge. You'll get step-by-step -step guidance on how to start and scale your dream business faster. Five days perfectly structured. Build the business you've always dreamed of without spending tons of money and hiring consultants or a lot of staff. Join the challenge today at www.playbigfaster.com. Hey, 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 hey. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.